Sefer Shemois begins Ve'ele Shemois, and these are the names of the Bnei Yisrael who entered Mitzrayim. The Medrash points out that by the Eden keeping their Jewish names and not adopting Egyptian names was one of the three merits for which there were Zoichel to be redeemed from Mitzrayim. A Jewish name is not random or arbitrary, it's not merely a conglomeration of letters, but rather it reveals the essence and the characteristics of that person. The Rabbeinu Bachaya says that Adam Marishan looked into the essence of every creature and named it accordingly. The donkey, for example, is characterized by carrying heavy physical burdens. So in Hebrew, the donkey is called chamoyer, from the root choymer, materialism. Contrast this with English, where the word donkey does not reveal anything about the essence of a donkey. Same with a person's name. When Leah named her fourth son Yehuda from the word Oida, Leah wanted to express her thanks to Hashem. A Jewish name is not only descriptive, but also predictive. Daria Kaddish says that a name, even its numerical value, can tell you about the nature of that person. Neshama contains the word shame, name, demonstrating the link between a person's soul and their name. A name has an impact on the very essence, the identity, and the destiny of a person. We know al Kabbalah that although prophecy no longer exists, however, there's one exception. We are imbued with Ruach HaKodesh when we name our children. A Jewish name is so powerful, it establishes a lifeline to Yiddishkeit that continues to connect. Even if one renounces everything else, it is the chain that affirms a bond between generations and reminds those who have deviated from tradition that they are not only Jewish, but they can always return home. Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein relates this incredible, incredible story. A non-observant Jewish physician who worked in an L.A. hospital was on duty when the paramedics brought in a man who had just suffered a massive heart attack. Someone walking had discovered this man lying on the street. This doctor worked on him for a half hour. Then he declared him dead. But suddenly, the doctor noticed that this dead man was moving his hand slightly. So at first, he thought it was just a reflex. But then he noticed other parts of his body begin to move. And he realized that this was not a reflex. So he immediately removed the sheet covering him. And to his utter shock and disbelief, saw that this patient was very much alive. He immediately began heart compressions. But the patient raised his hand and he motioned for him to stop. The patient looked up at the doctor and he said, Is your name Chaim Meir? And the doctor almost passed out. That was his Hebrew name, but no one called him by that name. No one was even aware that he had a Hebrew name. He was called Barry. Only his elderly grandmother called him Chaim Meir. The patient then asked, Dr. Chaimeyer, do you put on film every day? And he said, no. Well, starting today, I command you, you should put on film every day. Do you observe the laws of kashras? And the doctor said, no. As of today, you must begin observing kashras. And with that, the patient closed his eyes and passed away. The doctor was shaken up to his core. But he convinced himself that it was just an aberration. A few days passed, and he related this incident to some of his colleagues, who, like him, were also not from. As he related the story, questions began to form in his mind. 
How does someone return from the dead and act very much alive? And how did he know that my Hebrew name was Chaimer? And what merit did I have to be subject to such an incredible and miraculous revelation? But the doctor continued on with life as usual. However, one thought continuously disturbed him. Is your name Chaimer? He could not get it out of his mind. Those words kept on repeating themselves over and over again. They continued to haunt him all of the time. One day, a well-known Rav was a patient in that hospital, and this doctor examined him. And the Rav says to his doctor, I see that something is troubling you. And the doctor opened up, revealing the incident that had occurred on that fateful day. The Rav tells him, You must have a very special schus to be worthy of such an encounter. You were sent a message from Shemaim. Don't ignore it. As soon as he heard that, the doctor slowly started his journey back until he became a complete Balshuva. He said, what ultimately brought me back to Yiddishkeit was that man referring to me by my Hebrew name. It connected me to my observant grandparents. What a story. Chaim Meir, the name that was given to him through Ruach HaKodesh, is what ultimately connected him back to his Jewish roots. Names are a book. They tell a story the story of our spiritual potential, as well as our life's mission. Chazal say that when we complete our years on this earth and face heavenly judgment, one of the most powerful questions will be asked, what is your name? And did you live up to that potential? The Medrash says, a man is known by three names. The name you were given at birth, the name by which other people call you, but toiv mikulam. The most important name of all is is the one that you earn for yourself. Every time a person performs a good deed, they add to their good name. At the beginning of life, we are given a name. And at the end of life, a good name is all we take with us. The Mishnah says in Avos, Shem Toiv, a good name, is Oila Al stands above everything else. We can't control the name we were given. But through our behavior and character, we decide the name and reputation we leave behind. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.